This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we are introducing you to a project that's connecting women in Charlotte. We're getting ready to share Charlotte's Giving Tuesday. So save the date, November 29th. It's one of the biggest fundraising events of the year for Charlotte nonprofits. It's a day for all of us to team up and give back to local organizations. Share Charlotte has a list of organizations that could use your help, whether it's a donation, your time, or buying something from its wish list. Just go to ShareCharlotte.com. Today, we're going to talk to Jenna Moonen from the Shoebox Project for Women. Jenna, welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thanks for having me. So Jenna, um, I'm excited to have you here because I want to understand what Shoebox Project is and um, how did you get involved? Sure. Well, I've been involved for a couple of years now. The Shoebox Project actually started out of Toronto, Canada. Four sisters-in-law had recognized that in their community, there was sort of this gap in giving during the holiday season for drives for women. There were all of these drives for children, which of course brings a lot of joy and happiness to the mothers in those families, but had recognized this gap in, in giving special items for adult women. And so they took it upon themselves to start collecting shoeboxes, just from friends and family. It spread by word of mouth and social media, and they were able to deliver hundreds of shoeboxes that year to local shelters. Um, they realized their idea had legs, and they they started the Shoebox Project nonprofit, which now has more than 60 chapters in Canada, the U.S., and even a few in the U.K. And so I learned about it from family out of Toronto who had started to donate Phil shoeboxes each year for the holidays with her little four-year-old and made it a tradition each year to go to the store and pick out items. And um, we decided instead of exchanging gifts at Christmas that we would each fill shoeboxes on our own and go grab a coffee or a hot cocoa and talk about what we put in the boxes. And so um, that has a, I have a personal memory attached to my first experience coming across the shoebox project for women. And then when I when I moved to Charlotte a year and a half ago, I had started to think about all of the different causes that have drawn me in over the course of time, volunteering for different nonprofits for different reasons. And when it comes to women experiencing homelessness, I just think about all the reasons why those women find themselves in the positions that they're in. And it is because of all of those causes that I care about, from mental illness to maybe they're refugees seeking space here um, and f- many addiction and recovering from um, those kinds of illnesses. And so I found it to be one way that I could impact a number of things that I care about through through one nonprofit. And so I am uh, working full-time in a marketing role out of a local agency and started this as a volunteer effort, sort of extracurricularly um, as a project here in Charlotte and have seen great support so far. So when did you start it? I started it just at the end of last year. So this is the first full year where we're opening it up to the public to be able to contribute shoeboxes. So what does someone put in a shoebox or what did you put in your first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what 
it goes into a shoebox is a mix of special items, a value of $50. The idea is that by giving these items a value, you're showing these women that when they may feel a little less deserving than you might normally feel, that they are um, sort of, you're boosting their confidence in that moment by putting things in there that you would give to a friend or a sister or, or a loved one, things that any woman would like. So um, it is... They receive essentials throughout the course of the year, and you might include a couple essential items like a bar of soap or a lotion, a hand lotion particularly, um, but also some other things like a sweet treat, maybe a chocolate bar, maybe a Starbucks gift card, um, cozy socks, uh, maybe a lip gloss or a mascara. There's a lot to be said for just putting on just a splash or dab of, of makeup to give you hope and confidence trying to get back on your feet. So you've done the giving part. Have you seen the receiving part? I have so far, yes. it's It's been actually very encouraging how quickly people say yes around here in Charlotte. Um, at the end of last year, we started, we had started the program really right as the Christmas season had started. And so we started with one local shelter and wanted to serve 25 women there. And I sent cold emails out to local business owners to collect items to go in the boxes and was able to quickly get yeses from uh, a nail polish business owner, a lip gloss business owner, and we just filled 25 boxes and were able to deliver the first year. Um, this year, we're trying to serve four nonprofits and approximately 550 women who are expected to be living in different locations supported by those nonprofits. And already just from the donations of product, donations of dollars, and willingness to be drop-off locations, we're feeling really confident in being able to do that. Have you seen a woman open her box? I haven't seen a woman open her box. I have just... um, as there are so many chapters around the U.S. and Canada, I have heard stories about them. But typically, they they someone else facilitates that on our behalf, um, mm-hmm. just for to keep the privacy and confidentiality of the guests that are staying at the different locations. Yeah, no, that's important. Well, I love this idea because I think about my family. We do like a, a gift exchange, and um, yeah, it gets to the point where we don't need anything. Mm -hmm. And um, so what a great way to put the same amount, that same dollar Mm -hmm. amount towards someone else who could use it. I I just, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. So um, how can um, people like find out about like the boxes or dropping things off and things like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can, they can visit our website. They can also follow us on Instagram and through Share Charlotte, we do have a profile and account set up there where you can find ways to contribute. Um, But when we're looking for individual boxes, there are a number of drop-off locations um, around Greater Charlotte. And so we have a list of those locations on our website. So you said you care about a lot of different ideas, and this is sort of like how you can tackle it all at once. What what got you started or worrying about some of these issues Mm -hmm. um, if it wasn't a personal it didn't necessarily affect your life mm-hmm. directly. I think I'm surrounded by people that are tangentially connected to it. Um, I, well, backtracking, I went to school for business and marketing. I started my career in nonprofits. I spent the first eight years of my life in nonprofits. And so I've always had a, a sort of um, special relationship with that world and with that sector and the impact that they can make. 
And so I've wanted to be able to devote more of my time in the nonprofit space to impact specific missions. But with that said, I've come from a really large family. I'm surrounded by a supportive network of people and a very close family, and I find myself to be very fortunate and lucky. And through all of the experiences within my own and extended family and friends, I always think about how grateful I am that anything that I need to persevere through, I have someone to help and to push me forward. And so I always wonder what life would be like without that. And so I think for that reason, I have a lot of compassion for those that may feel disconnected from families or loved ones or friendships, and they don't have that social interaction or that support. You are listening to Do Good Charlotte, and you're hearing from Jenna Moonen. After the break, we'll hear more about the Shoebox Project for Women. So Share Charlotte's Giving Tuesday is coming up on November 29th. And that's right after Thanksgiving. It's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And it's your time to give back. So after you've gone shopping and done your Black Friday or or your Cyber Monday, it's time to start thinking about others uh, that maybe are not in your family that you know personally. So when I think about Giving Tuesday, I think about the organizations that make a difference um, in people's lives. I'm so thankful that I get to talk to awesome people all the time on this podcast. So I would just highly recommend that um, if you don't know who to give to, I don't want to put one organization in front of another, but go back and listen to some of these amazing founders. It's their, their living to give back. And you can piggyback on that. Listen to those ideas. Think about what you worry about in, the, in our society. What do you care about uh, that you want to make a difference? And Tuesday's that day. And if you're not sure, go to Share Charlotte's website. They have all these amazing organizations. I'm so thankful to be partnered with them so that we can find out all these people who are doing good in Charlotte, and you can do it too. So Share Charlotte's Giving Tuesday is November 29th, so it's your time to give back and do good. So Jenna, you told us what what your website is, but remind us, what is it? shoeboxproject.com. It's, it's you go to that website and you can search for the Charlotte chapter. Okay, great. So when I go there um, and I'm interested in making a box, what, what what do I do? Sure. So there will be instructions on what should go into a box as well as which items you might want to avoid. And then what you'll do is you'll actually you could actually repurpose a shoe box that you have or find something similar in size and you wrap the base of it and wrap the lid of it, put some tissue paper in there, make it look pretty, add handpicker items and, and fill the box. And then there are about six different drop-off locations around Charlotte that you can drop it off. Um, one of Four of the Green Brothers juice companies are accepting the donations and we will collect and inspect the boxes and then be able to deliver them to the to the women of the shelters before the end of December. So do not wrap that box so that you can't open it. It needs right. to be easy enough that we can lift the lid, lift the lid. and just double check that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, wrapping it separately that way we can keep your wrapping job intact. All right. Now you were saying an event's coming up? Yes. So on December 10th at Summit Seltzer, Show Up Volunteering is hosting an event on our behalf. You can register for the event online, but during that time, we'll actually be going through and inspecting shoeboxes, putting the seal on them, and and packaging them up to be able to take to the shelters. 
So this is your first year. This it must be so exciting. Um, I'm guessing you haven't done the wrapping party before. So what are you hoping that people get out of the event when they come together? Yeah, I hope they feel like they're a part of the process. And it's fun wrapping a gift for someone else. You get excited when you kind of put a bow on something. And I I think that they'll feel um, that they've given back in a tangible way by supporting the project in this way. And it should be festive. It's right ahead of the holidays. And so it should be just a lovely event. And is the idea that the boxes are in people's hands before the holidays? Yeah. So the idea is that they are with the different facilitators at the shelters before the holidays, and then they can time it out. But the idea would be that if they want to hand them out on Christmas morning, they can. If they're having a holiday event at a different time, then then they've got the boxes in hand. So you're one woman. You're trying to give 500 gifts. That seems like a lot. Do you have a great network who's helping you? Like, how do how can people help you if they want to? Mm-hmm. Um, we love participation from volunteers, especially things like this wrapping event. Um, I have a really strong marketing volunteer, Angie, um, and she's been lovely. And we've been dividing and conquering a lot of the outreach and, and tackling the project together. Um, but it's amazing how when one person says yes, it leads to three more yeses, and your network just builds from there. And so, um, especially in this community. Yeah, it's like a chain of good (laughs) over and over and over again. I know you don't see the people who open the gifts, but the idea is that you know that that's happening. But you're right. Like when you're buying a gift, you're picking out items. You think about like when I buy something for my mom or if I buy something for my sister, I'm thinking about things that I would like, what I would do. Is that is that the inspiration? Is that the, the goal when mm-hmm. you're, when people are shopping? Is that the gifts? Like is that sort of the instructions? Yeah, exactly. So you'd pick something out that you think, you know, would delight someone, that they'd feel that kindness shining through. And oftentimes even in those boxes, people People will enclose kind notes as well, just a short, simple, encouraging message along with it. And that is something that happened organically when the first drive happened more than 10 years ago. And now it's encouraged because they saw the impact that it made. Well, and I would think that the receiver re- realizes that this is, you know, a, another human on the other side, even mm-hmm. if you don't know them. Um, it's it's a gift from one person to another. Mm-hmm. Um, it must make you feel amazing to do this all the time. It does. It's definitely rewarding, and I think it's encouraging when you're feeling like you're giving someone else a channel to give back as well. Um, one of the recent experiences was you know, going to a girl tribe pop-up and talking to some of the women business owners with product, and there was Glimmer by Elise, and she had lip glosses, and she said, I used to volunteer at the Salvation Army, and I've been wanting to get my lip glosses in the hands of the women there, and I can't believe there's this opportunity to do it this way. And so that, to me, was such a moment, because I was thinking that, you know, sometimes people just need a, a way, a channel through which to give back, and they're willing. They just need the options, and everyone's compelled to different things. Yeah, and what's nice about this is it can be as big or as little as of a commitment you want it to be. So if you're a company, you can give mm-hmm. lots of stuff. But if you're an individual, you could do one or two boxes. Right. And even with our shop through Share Charlotte, we have an Amazon wish list. And so you could choose to donate 10 face masks or earplugs or nail polish. Um, so you can choose items too. For example, if you're a chocolate lover like me, maybe you're just donating some Ghirardelli and we're going to add it to the boxes. 
Yeah. And so I love that you're talking about Share Charlotte because Share Charlotte's a great network. Um, so so if people want to learn more about you too, they can also go to the Share Charlotte site and then go to that wish list, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. And is your wish list like full of different things like that, like boxes and all that kind of stuff? Like I could yes. buy you a bunch of shoe boxes or something? There are lots of options on there. Um, the boxes themselves we don't have, but everything else, yeah. Everything else. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Jenna, for being with us today and telling us about all the work that you're doing and how you're spreading good. Uh, do you know someone else like Jenna who is doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. Make sure you use the hashtag Do Good Charlotte and head to sharecharlotte.com to find nonprofits looking for your help. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.